Welcome to Main Menu for the week of October 18 to October 24, 2013. I'm your host, David Tanner, and we are very glad that you joined us today here on Main Menu. We are glad you've come back. If you're a returning listener, if you're a new listener, welcome aboard. We are glad to have you with us and hope you'll come back and be with us many times again in the future. Well, as you know, there have been a couple of new technology things this past week, and we're going to talk very briefly about those and then get into our presentations for the day. You may know that on October 17th, Microsoft released Windows 8.1, an update to Windows 8, Windows 8.1, and we will be covering more about that next week on Main Menu here. Uh, one of our features for today is Joseph Lee with a tutorial and demonstration of the use of NVDA non-visual desktop access with the touchscreen on a Windows 8 tablet. And so that is part of our presentation and coverage for Windows 8.1 and we will have more coverage of Windows 8.1 next week. Then our second presentation is David Woodbridge is going to come to us with a demonstration of how to use the handwriting mode in iOS 7 on your uh, iOS device, be it an iPhone or iPad or iTouch. And then those two segments are what we're covering today, but then other technology that has come out in the past week on the 15th of October, Freedom Scientific released their third public beta of JAWS 15 and that had a few new features including addition of support for a number of third-party braille displays which had not been covered up until now and so that will be a part of the JAWS 15 when it is released and then some further additions to coverage for Windows 8.1 which as we said just released and as I also said we will also be doing more coverage on Windows 8.1 next week on main menu finally again in regard to Windows 8.1 a email came out from AI squared about zoom text 10 and they are saying if you are running zoom text 10 on your computer do not update at this time to windows 8.1 because you will have problems and the current release of zoom text that, that is on the market that you would be using on your computer is not compatible with windows 8.1 so please do not use that and but if you do and you have problems you can go to the ai square web page and there is information on there how to solve that problem all right well we're going to get right on into the show for today again have a great week we'll see you back here again next week on main menu If you're interested in providing feedback about Main Menu, chatting with all of the members of the Main Menu staff, 
and be able to communicate with a large number of Main Menu's listeners, you might wish to subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list. To subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list, you can send an email to mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. You can also participate in conversation about Main Menu on Twitter by following at Main Menu or visiting our Twitter page at www.twitter.com slash Main Menu. NVDA and touchscreen. When you read about hardware specs these days, you'll notice that more and more devices are coming out with touchscreens. A touchscreen is a special display device where you can interact with your computer using finger gestures. And touchscreens are found everywhere now, uh, not only on iPhones and Blackberries and Androids and whatnot, but on uh, devices such as GPS receivers car stereo systems, and even on a high-end refrigerators. Since 2012, NV Access uh, has been working on uh, support for touchscreens, and touchscreen support has been improved uh, over the months, especially it has been refined in recent versions of NVDA. In this addendum tutorial to NVDA 2013 series, we'll go over principles and define what a touchscreen is, as well as go over NVIDIA gestures such as basic gestures, a touch mouse, a group of related gestures, as well as use touch keyboard to type text and perform some NVIDIA commands. Please note that you do need a Windows 8 based uh, touchscreen computer running desktop versions of Windows 8 that is anything except RT with NVIDIA 2012.3 or later installed on it, preferably 2013 series. And, and for some of the concepts, we require that you're familiar with objects, especially object navigation and review cursor. These topics were covered by various, uh, my many NVDA tutorial producers, including myself. And because of microphone placement, uh, you'll find that nuanced vocalizer, the synthesizer used in this tutorial, may sound soft. My apologies for the inconvenience for that. So, let's get started with a tour of touchscreen with NVDA. What is a touchscreen? A touchscreen is a display device or a monitor where you can touch the surface to interact with a computer. For instance, you can tap with the finger to click somewhere or you can use what's called a stylus or a pen to write text on the computer monitor and computer will recognize it and uh, write the actual um, character into the application. Um, the principles of touchscreen is that there is a display device and underneath that there is a touch controller or touch um, input device. The touch input device may understand how many fingers uh, the user uh, has used to uh, perform a gesture as well as uh, locate 
the position of the finger and pass it to the application. The gesture and its result depends on the application. For instance, if you flick in one application, you can change the volume or you can change the play, uh, playback speed and whatnot. In other applications, you can scroll through a text and whatnot. In older devices, uh, there is what's called a stylus or electron electronic pen that comes with a touch device where you can use it to interact with the computer or write text. And some newer devices do come with digitizers or electronic pen. The generic term stylus applies to these input devices. Uh, there are many touchscreen styles out there. Uh, two of the most commonly seen ones are resistive and capacitive. There are other research uh, models that are under development. The re in resistive model, the older of the two, there is a gap between the display and the touch device. And touch device will understand touch gestures if you press down using your finger or stylus on the touch surface. In capacitive mode, the newer one, you press or touch certain areas of the screen, or in fact everywhere, and the touch device will understand the electrical field associated with your finger. So that in older styluses will not work, styli actually, these older ones will not work, they will use resistive, although there are stylus that works with capacitive screens. And in capacitive screens, you can use more than two fingers to interact with the computer. This is usually termed multi-touch. In resistive, you're limited to one or two fingers. Uh, touch devices are everywhere these days. They can be found everything from uh, GPS devices to smartphones like iPhone, many Android devices, uh, some Blackberry and others, to even cars and refrigerators, uh, devices that that uh, you would usually interact with the button or whatnot. These days, you can interact with them uh, using just your finger gestures. In terms of computers, there are many touchscreen device styles out there. The common ones that you see are slates, convertibles, and hybrids. A slate is a device that has a monitor and all the computer components in a single device. Uh, think of it as an iPad. The iPad being a best-known example of a slate PC. A convertible is a computer where it can function as a mobile computer, like a laptop, and as a slate by rotating the screen uh, 180 degrees. So that in slate mode, the touch screen will rest on top of the keyboard, whereas in laptop mode, the screen will be where the laptop monitor will be. Uh, and in hybrid mode, uh, at one point, the PC can be used like a slate where everything, the PC component and monitor, are integrated into a single device. And other times, it can be used with a keyboard by connecting keyboard docks or whatnot. The best known devices are, uh, are some newer uh, laptops. And convertibles were quite a popular device type in the early days. And the best known example is Lenovo uh, Yoga series. Uh, in terms of software, in older devices, it supported resistive. In newer devices support capacitive screens. In terms of uh, operating systems, uh, the best example was of older touch uh, OSs or Windows XP tablet PC edition and some Linux variants. These days it can be found on smartphones like iOS, Android, to Windows, to 
uh, other uh, devices. Uh, Mac OS X is a special case where uh, MacBook Pro and other Magic Mouse can be used just like a touchscreen where you could touch the surface of these devices and perform touch gestures. So what does it have to do with NVDA? NVDA uh, supports touchscreen in recent versions. Uh, if you have NVDA 2012.3, you can use touchscreens provided that you have a Windows 8 touch computer, that is, any Windows 8 desktop edition except RT, with NVDA 2012.3 or later installed on it. You cannot use it on a portable version. Uh, Touchscreen gestures have been refined over the releases, and the latest release, uh, the time of this recording, is 2013.2. Most of the commands are similar to uh, voiceover. Some commands were influenced by Android's TalkBack and other such applications. Uh, because it's impossible to assign all keyboard commands to touchscreens, NVDA has two touch layers. Uh, I was a touch mode. There are basic gestures that operate anywhere, and there are touch mode specific gestures that operate when a given touch mode is active. A touch mode is a group of touch gestures used in some in, for some purposes. As of 2013.2, there are two modes available. The object mode, where you use touch gestures to move around and interact with objects, and text mode, to read the contents of an object as in review cursor. And throughout this tutorial, I'll try my best to uh, give you both the touch and keyboard equivalent commands. For this tutorial, I'll be using a Toshiba laptop. It's a conventional Toshiba laptop uh, with a touchscreen monitor instead of an LCD with Windows 8 installed on it with NVDA 2013.2 installed. So let's get started with a tour of touchscreens, starting with basic gestures, moving to touch modes, and ending with a brief introduction to using touch keyboard to type and perform NVDA commands. Basic touch gestures. NVDA provides some basic touch gestures that can be used anytime, anywhere. These are mostly to open NVIDIA menu uh, and toggling touch modes and so on. And as I promised in the previous segment, I'll try to give a keyboard command equivalent for these touch gestures. And uh, if I may place the microphone between the speaker and the touch screen right here. Again, I'm using the iPhone to record this. So let's begin with some basic gestures. Uh, from anywhere, you might want to open NVIDIA menu to customize settings and whatnot. Just as there are uh, keyboard commands, uh, or some, in some cases, Braille display commands to open NVIDIA menu, NVIDIA also provides touch gestures for this. Um, to open NVIDIA menu anytime, anywhere, you would do double tap with two fingers. So if I so I'm right now I will go to start screen. Start apps list list of programs in this view grouping. Okay, and if I do NVDA, so if I do double tap with two fingers. NVDA menu. Now NVDA menu open, and you have to really be careful when you do a double tap because there is a timeout. So let's move to a menu item. Uh, let's go to say preferences. 
help menu vote tools med preference sport preferences menu item sub menu p okay and then to click or activate the default action or in some cases click and whatnot you do one finger double tap open preferences sub menu p okay preferences open unlike what other people may think at least in nvidia menu the sub menus are displayed on the left side of the menu Synthesizer, menu item S. Okay, let's go to somewhere like Input Composition, Object Presentation, menu item O. And so on. So you open and close NVIDIA menu by pressing, by doing two finger double tap. 1, 21H27M40. And so I was listening to some music on Winamp, that's why. And as I briefly mentioned, uh, to click anywhere or to activate the uh, default action for an object such as clicking, pressing, and so on, you do one finger double tap. And then you move around uh, the screen. To move around the screen using your finger, you do what's called hover gesture. A hover gesture is where you use just one finger to move around the screen. And as you move, NVIDIA will announce uh, where your finger is at. Similar to how VoiceOver and other devices announce uh, new objects or new items. The other useful command is if you want to silence speech. To do that, let me open uh, Start Screen again. But this time, let me go to uh, a tile that I know that has a lot of text information. Start apps list, list of programs in this view. And for this one, I'm using keyboard. So let's go to uh, Bing Tile. Bing Tile is on by default is on the top close to top center of the screen. Finance cell collapsed row two column two travel cell collapsed logo SkyDrive cell collapsed okay, row two cell expanded there. trending Justin Morno Johnny Manziel Pope Francis Vatican. And if I do, did you see the diff? Did you see something? Uh, the better way to put it is, uh, did you? Uh, here the speech cut off. The command I use is two finger single tap. If you're using voiceover and if you are doing a continuous reading, if you do two finger single tap, you will see that voiceover is cut off. It is same right here on NVDA. So if I do two finger single tap again, nothing there. Let me do another one. So Essentially, what happens is that if you do two-finger single tap, it is same as pressing the control key on the keyboard. So it will silence speech for that time until you, until you move your fingers to somewhere else with the flick gestures. The flick gestures will find out in the next segment. The last command that NVIDIA provides for now, at least for basic gestures, is toggling between various touch modes. You do this by doing three finger single tap like this. Text mode. By default, NVIDIA starts in object mode. And, and for now, NVIDIA provides uh, two modes object and text mode. Object mode. And you have to press, it, press uh, the three fingers at the same time. So that is how you perform some basic gestures uh, with NVIDIA. And other specialized gestures can be found in touch modes. So to recap, so to recap, the touch and keyboard equivalents are as follows. 
To open NVDA menu, on the keyboard is NVDA with letter N for NVDA. On the touch is two-finger double tap. And to close NVDA menu, you do two-finger double tap again. To move around the screen just using your finger, you do hovering or you move around your finger, you, you use uh, just a single finger to move around the screen and NVIDIA will announce where you are at. To perform default actions such as clicking and whatnot, on the keyboard is num NVDA with numpad enter or, or on laptop layout is NVDA with enter. On touch is one finger double tap. Uh, to silent speech, on the keyboard it is control, uh, NVDA, on the touch screen it is uh, one, two finger single tap. And to toggle touch mouse is three finger single tap, and there's no keyboard equivalent of that. For the rest of the tutorial, we'll be focusing mostly on these touch gestures that are available in NVDA, uh, namely object mode and text mode. So let's get started uh, with object mode and then we'll go on to text mode. Object mode. Using object mode is like moving around the screen with object hierarchies or using object navigation in performing related gestures. Uh, if you recall uh, in some of the tutorials that I and others produced, object navigation is a powerful way of viewing sort of a layout of the screen and perhaps to look at the relationship between a window and a control and so forth. And if you're really technical, if you're really highly techy like I am, uh, you can find out various information about an object such as dimensions, uh, some detailed information on objects via NVIDIA Log Viewer and so on. Although uh, in touch mode NVIDIA does not provide uh, commands for advanced object uh, manipulation, such as dimensions. NVIDIA provides an intuitive set of touch gestures to move their object hierarchy. And uh, I will try my best to map these touch gestures to existing in, uh, object navigation commands. To give a demonstration of that, uh, let me open Microsoft Word. I'm using 2010 version. Start app. No selection. Oh. Start app. Double play. Oh. Well, let me open F Word. Oh, Microsoft Word 2010 unknown. Hit document one. Microsoft Word. Document one. We'll come back to that example later. Uh, it may not be Microsoft Word, but it could be Notepad or any other similar uh, window. And we'll tour this uh, or similar window with text mode later. The Example I'll be showing is navigating the ribbon using just touch gestures. Uh, if you're using Microsoft Word 20, 2003 or earlier, you'll see a lot of menu bars and toolbars and whatnot. In Word 2007 or later, this has been replaced by ribbons, a group of tabs, and related contextual uh, tools. Uh, that are related by a certain functions such as file, such as home tab, view, review, insertion, and so forth. And these are located at the top of the screen. And surrounding the tabs are the various ribbon uh, contextual buttons. 
the ribbon is located where the menu bar was, towards the top of the screen. And I'll use my finger to move to. I'll place my finger towards the top of the screen, hoping I'll find the review. Uh, the ribbon. Hit ribbon tabs tab control. Okay, so I'm at the ribbon tabs. Now. Uh, as I mentioned previously, to toggle various touch modes, you do three finger single tap, and to just to quickly verify that. Text mode. Yes. Object mode. Yes. So I was at object mode. So right now I'm focused at ribbon toolbar, or as I call it, ribbon. So if you are a voiceover user or if you are another tablet user, to move between items, you would do. One finger flick left and flick right. Flick right to move to the next and flick left to move to the previous item. Same here when you use object touch mode. So to move between items, you do one or two finger sing, uh, flicks. The differences will become clearer as you go into uh, hierarchies. If uh, in order for you in order for to use uh, these commands, you need to have NVIDIA 2013.1 or tech NV yes, NVIDIA 2013.1 or later on it or Technic 2013.2 if you want. So let me do one finger flick right, hoping that I will land at one of the ribbon tabs. Home tab selected all. Eight. Yes, I'm right. So I'm at the home tab. I move it. I'll do a couple flicks. Insert tab all. And Page layout tab all, P, references tab all, S, and so on. So right now I'm at the references ribbon tab. And if I do one finger flick left twice, page layout tab all, P, one, insert tab all, N, two. So I'm at the insert tab. And then let me activate this uh, ribbon by doing one finger double tap. No action. Oh, there's no action there. So in that case, I have to move down. So, if you recall from previous tutorials on object navigation, one finger flick right is equivalent to, in desktop layout, NVDA numpad 6 or NVDA numpad right arrow. On the laptop layout, it'll be, if you're 2013.1 or later, NVDA shift right arrow. And flick left is NVDA numpad 4 or NVDA numpad left arrow. On the laptop layout, it's NVDA shift left arrow. So, because there's no action, let me try going inside the uh, the insert tab. No objects inside. No objects inside. Eh? There's nothing Page there. Layout, insert tab. Microsoft Word document edit multi line focus. Oh, Styles group. Where'd it go? Microsoft style. No spacing. Nor style. Style. Normal list item selected. Normal. No spacing. Not so normal. Data grid. Menu item. Quick style. Menu. Data grid. So I'm actually inside the uh, the tab. The answer oh, no. tab. No state heading one, heading two, title not selected, subtitle not selected, subtle emphasis, no emphasis not selected. So, emphasis. what you're hearing as I flicking left and right are the various tab items for insert uh, ribbon bar, insert ribbon, I would say. So, the command that I used to move inside was one finger flick down. Let's see if I move to, let's see if I can move back up to insert tab. Data grid. Okay. Quick styles grouping format styles grouping ribbon toolbar ribbon toolbar. Okay, so what I did was I move I tried to move back up. Quick access save button save quick access toolbar ribbon toolbar ribbon toolbar. 
Document One Microsoft Word window. And desktop window. So on. Does this sound familiar? These are the commands. These are the actions that NVIDIA will do if you did NVDA NumPad 2 or NumPad 8 on the keyboard. The touch commands are sort of same. Uh, I would say has same feeling to it. If you recall that if you do one finger, flick left and flick right, it will move between previous and next objects. So what would be the logical commands to move between object hierarchy? It is one finger, flick up, and then flick down. So, to move to uh, the higher object, that is to say, if you're supposed, if you're in the menu bar, if you do this, if you do one finger flick up, it will move to window. And as you may have heard, if you do one, uh, one finger flick up again, you move to desktop and so forth. The keyboard command is NVDA numpad 8. Or on the laptop layout, it would have been NVIDIA shift up arrow. So what about going inside an object, such as inside a tree view, inside a list, or whatnot? That is NVIDIA numpad 2 on the keyboard, NVIDIA shift right down arrow on the laptop, or if you're using touchscreen, it would be one finger flick down. So what's the difference between one finger and two finger uh, flick left and flick right? There are some discussions on differences between these two. And the differences between these two are is the simple fact that if you do one finger flick that left and flick right, it will move through objects regardless of hierarchy. Similar to how voiceover works on the iPhone and, I, and other iDevices. A good example of that is when you use Mail app where you can move between messages and toolbar items at the bottom by just using one finger, flick left and flick right. Whereas if you want to do classical uh, a previous and next object navigation where it will stay at the current hierarchy, you do two finger flicks. That is, you do two finger flick left for previous object in current hierarchy and two finger flick right to do two thing to go to next object in the current hierarchy. To give a demonstration of that, let me go back to ribbon from Microsoft Word. No spacing list item not selected. No ribbon tabs tab control. There you go. And I'll do one finger flick right. Home tab selected all. Eight. One more. But if I do two finger flick left, here's what will happen. One. Next button, jump to the next browser, heading to list item, not ribbon, tabs, tab, control, home, insert, tab, There we go. Nah, sorry about that. If I do two finger flick left. Ribbon, tabs, tab, control. Now. Home, tabs, file, tab, button, all. Supposedly, what will happen is it will not, on. it will say. Close button, restore, down, minimize, can't, can't undo button, can't undo CT, and so tabs, on. tab, control. Uh -oh, home, tabs, no previous. There we go. Now, you, we're, 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 now I guess uh, NVD interpreted two finger flicks as one finger flicks. I don't know how that happened, but so if I do two finger flick right. Page layout, Microsoft Word document, edit, multi-line focus, ribbon tabs, Oh tab yes, control. it's jumping Minimize around. Clipboard group That's why. So what's going on is that. Item not selected, ribbon tabs, tab control. Home tab selected all. There you go. File tab, close button closes, ribbon tab, minimize, Microsoft Word, minimize, view tab all. Now. W. Microsoft Word help paste split button. Now, if I 
if I don't know if you've noticed this, but as I was doing two finger flicks, uh, especially in the last couple of uh, last couple uh, things that NVD spoke, instead of moving from uh, ribbon toolbar to home button, it went from ribbon toolbar to the window sizing options, my minimize and so forth. When I did two finger flick right, so this is a classical way of moving between objects. So that's a pretty much a difference between one finger versus two finger flicks. One finger, it doesn't matter where which hierarchy you are. So it'll move to toolbars, or ribbon, to document window, to different web element objects, and so forth. Whereas on two finger, it'll stay at the current hierarchy, such as moving among list items, moving along web objects, moving along list of drives, and so forth. There is one more set of commands that are unique to object mode, and this ha this goes by different names. If you have 2013.1 or earlier, it goes by flat review. If you have 2013.2 or later, it goes by review modes. Essentially, if I do two finger flick up and flick down, it will let me change the scope of the review cursor. That is to say, it will change between different review modes so that I can limit where the review cursor can go. If you want more information on this, please listen to episode 6 of NV Access Podcast. Or if you want in-depth examples of various review scopes, I recommend that you listen to review more tutorial that I've done, uh, which is found on various websites. So if I do two finger flick up and flick down, for instance, if I do... Screen review, paste change. Screen review. And then if I do two finger flick down... Paste button, pay object review, no, Microsoft Word. Excuse me, and so on. And in some cases, in in web applications, such as web browsers and PDF documents, it will give you document review as one of the options between object and screen review modes. And these reviews essentially means you can limit where the review cursor can go. And in touch screen, it, it limits what you can review using... Uh, text mode. Does this sound familiar? If you use keyboard in 2013.1 to toggle between flat and object review modes, you would use the same commands that you would use to broaden or narrow the review scope. And these commands are NVDA numpad 7 or NVDA numpad home and NVDA numpad 1 or NVDA numpad end. On laptop, I believe, if I remember right, it is NVDA page up and NVDA page down. So, uh, see, so the two-finger flick-up is NVIDIA Numpad 7 to broaden the review scope. And two-finger flick-down is NVIDIA Numpad 1 to narrow the review scope. So to give a recap, the object mode is equivalent to navigating the object hierarchies and performing object navigation commands just by using touch gestures. And the basic gesture is that was shown in the previous segment applies here, such as opening NVDA menu and flick and uh, activating the current object and so forth. So for touch gestures, one finger flick right is NVDA numpad 6. One finger flick left is NVDA numpad 4. Although, because of these two difference between where the, uh, where the uh, review can go, is actually Two finger flick right is NVIDIA numpad 6, 
and two finger flick left is NVIDIA non-patch 4 and the difference between one finger and two finger flick left and right is where the where you can explore whereas a one finger you can go anywhere two finger is limited to a current hierarchy and flick one finger flick up is NVIDIA non-patch 8 and one finger flick down is NVIDIA non-patch 2 and two finger flick up is NVIDIA non-patch 7 and two finger flick down is NVDA numpad one. And these are based on the desktop layouts. There are different keyboard layouts when you use laptops. And how do we examine the contents of a given object? That's coming up next in text mode. Text mode. Whereas in object mode, you would use touch gestures to move through objects. In text mode, you would use touch gestures to examine the contents of an object. So in keyboard terms, another terminology used in NVDA, this is equivalent to using reveal cursor commands to read the object's contents, such as document, small control, even to desktop objects, and so forth. By default, NVDA starts in object mode. And uh, if we're following along in this tutorial, right now I am at Microsoft Word. Uh, let me do some object mode. So object mode. So I'll do three finger single tap to switch to text mode. Text mode. And do and let me type some sentences, each one on its own line. Let's see. Okay. Now, quite similar to what uh, Mick wrote in the NVXS podcast number three, here's what I wrote. My name is the Hi everyone. My name is Spelling Error Jaska. I'm here to demonstrate various NVDA touch gestures. Goodbye. My okay, name is Spelling I guess, Error Jaska. I guess there's a spelling error there. There we go. Now it's fixed. Now. Uh, let's use some text mode commands or review cursor commands to read this document. So let me move to the top of the file. It should be the top of the closer top of the window below the toolbars and whatnot. Office clipboard. Microsoft Word document edit multi line font grouping all. Microsoft Word document edit multi line focus. Page one. My name is Joseph. I'm okay. So I'm right now focused on the sentences, uh, the text. The touch gesture commands for review cursor is grouped in a way that invokes uh, arrow keys and whatnot. Because when you use arrow keys, not the numpad keys in NVDA, you would move the cursor. That is, say, you would move the carrot. Where the uh, if you move the carrot, that's where the new uh, text will be inserted, or that's where the start of the text to be overwritten. So. The, it can be divided into two broad groups, going up and down and left to right. So to move to up and down through the document using the uh, right line, you would do one finger flick up and then flick down. Let me do one finger flick up. Uh, I know it works well in Notepad and other documents, but... Top. Hi, everyone. Okay, right now at the top, hi, everyone. Let me move down. One finger flick down to move to the next line. My name is Joseph. Okay. I'm here to demonstrate various NVDA touch gestures. 
Good night. Oh, that's very interesting. So what happened was that it moves by sentences or whatnot. I know in, in Notepad it works by line, but in this Microsoft Word, I don't know how, but it moved by sentences. So it, if you recall uh, from various, uh, if you recall from, let's say, quick commands, quick reference, this command, this set of commands is same as moving up and down by line in review cursor. I'm sure you I'm sure you may recall this command as numpad 7 and numpad 9, and that's what it is. So one finger flick up, at least uh, to move up that line, the keyboard command is numpad 7. And the reverse cursor command doesn't involve NVDA key, by the way. To move to the next line, it would be uh, numpad 9. On a touch gesture, it is one finger flick down. So it simulates arrow keys, up and down arrow. So up arrow is in text mode is one finger flick up. Welcome to this demonstration of handwriting mode available in VoiceOver on your iOS device. And in this demonstration, I want to show you how to firstly activate it, how to access it via your rotor, and then show you a number of things of what you can actually do with handwriting mode. So first of all, let me say that I've got, in this case, my iPhone turned on, voiceover is running, and I'm currently sitting at the main home screen on my iPhone. And just a quick reminder of voiceover gestures, one finger flick left or right to move item by item, one finger drag around the screen to hear what's under your finger as well. And of course, then a one finger double tap anywhere on the screen to then activate the last spoken item that voiceover spoke. So first of all, let me show you where you actually turn handwriting mode on. And I'm actually going to go straight to the accessibility settings by using Siri. If you don't want to do that, of course, or you can't do that, you can as well go into settings, general accessibility. And then once we're both in there, we're going to go into voiceover panel itself. So I'm going to hold down my home button and say accessibility settings. Accessibility settings. Let's take a look at the accessibility settings. Settings. Touch towards the top of the screen. Vision. Heading. Voiceover. On. Button. And that's indeed the one I want to go into. So I'm going to do one finger double tap to go into voiceover. Voiceover accessibility back button and I want to activate handwriting mode which of course is accessed via the voiceover rotor and that's the two finger rotate on the screen clockwise or counterclockwise to access different options so I'm going to do one finger flick down until we hear rotor voiceover 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 speaks items of tap once to select an item double tap to activate the selected item swipe three fingers to scroll voiceover practice speaking rate speaking rate speak hints use pitch change use sound effect use compact braille rotor button okay there's the rotor one finger double tap rotor voiceover back button now my rotor may sound slightly different to yours because i've actually reorganized my rotor settings so let me do a one finger flick down to get to handwriting mode. Rotor, heading, selected, handwriting. Okay, and as you can tell, mine's already selected and it's the first option in my rotor settings at the moment. So if I do one finger flick past that. Reorder handwriting, button, draggable. Double tap and hold, wait for the sound, then drag to rearrange. 
Okay, so that's how you rearrange items in your rotor settings. So we do one finger flick to the right again. Selected characters. Okay, there's characters, etc. Okay, so my handwriting mode, of course, is already turned on. I said selected. So now if I press the home button to go back to my main home screen. Messages, five and red messages. Double tap to open. And let me do a two finger rotate. Handwriting, lowercase. Okay, and there's my handwriting mode and it said lowercase. So I can now start writing print letters on the touch screen. Now if I do a three finger flick up. Punctuation. That's punctuation, three finger flick up. Numbers. Numbers. Uppercase. Uppercase. Lowercase. And back to lowercase. And of course, I could have also done a three finger flick down like this. Uppercase. To cycle back around the other way. So three finger flick up. Lowercase. And I'm back to lowercase. Now, since we're currently sitting on the home screen, let me show you one of the first things you can do with handwriting mode. So if I start writing letters on the screen, it'll actually start jumping to those applications or apps on my iPhone. So I'm going to write a D on my touch screen. D, H apps, DTMF portable dialer. Okay, so I've got eight apps starting with D. And if I write an O. O, two apps, Domino train. Okay, two apps starting with D, O. Now, if I write a W now, of course, it's going to bring up downcast. Or if I do a two finger flick down. Downcast. I can go to that app or a two finger flick up. Domino train. Okay, and go back to the previous app. If I do a two finger flick to the left and delete the last character I wrote, it's amazing. It's so tempting to say type, but uh, in this case, I'm actually printing or writing letters on the screen. So two finger flick to the left. D, H apps. And now I'm back to the, all the apps that start with D. So if I write an O again. O, two apps. Okay, let me do a W this time. W, one app, downcast. And there's downcast. And of course, if I do one finger double tap on the screen. Opening, downcast, back, back button. I'm in downcast. And let me press the home button again to come out of that. Home. Messages. Five and red messages. Double tap to open. Now let's say I'm pretty sure that an application starts, for example, with a letter, but I can't remember the rest of it, such as Tweetless Pro, Twitter, Twitterific, etc. Remember that two finger flick up and down I did to move item by item up and down the current hit list? Well, that also works, of course, in a longer list. So let me just write in the letter T on the screen. Put myself back in handwriting mode. Handwriting. And I just do a two-finger rotate on the screen, of course. Now, just keep in mind also that your handwriting mode might be in a different location on your rotor. I've just got mine set so it's the first item in my rotor because I actually use it quite a lot now. Okay, so let me do a T. T, 16 apps, TV and movies. And I'm pretty comfortable with W, so let me do a W. W, four apps. Twit. Okay, so there's Twit, is in the Twit network. Two finger flick down. Tweet list. There's Twit list. D Twitter. Twitter. Twitterific. Twitterific. So if I do a two finger flick up, Twitter. I can go back to that one. Tweet list. Back to that one. Twit. And back to Twit. Okay. So let me just quickly do a two finger flick down back to Twitterific. Tweet list. Twitter. Twitterific. And of course, one finger double tap. Opening Twitterific. Sidebar. Clinic 299 tweets. Okay, so I've got into Twitterific. Now, by the way, those apps from my second screen in a folder. So it doesn't matter whether the apps are on just your general home screens, the handwriting mode will also find it in your subfolders. Now, I just want to show you another little thing that you can do to find out how many apps are currently sitting on your iOS device. So I press the home button. Home, messages, 
Home. Messages. The fourth thing I want to show you with handwriting mode is, of course, to use Spotlight to search for music, for example. Now, because I'm already on an icon on my home screen, I can do a three-finger flick down. Of course, this is an iOS 7 and above. Search field. Is editing. Okay, search iPhone. Two-finger rotate. Handwriting. I'm in handwriting mode. And I want to search for pure imagination. Okay, I'm write a P. P. And I'm going to write a U. You top R, search result R top search result e. music E top search result music Pacific Ocean Beach Waves for pure sound therapy from the seashore Ultimate Ocean Waves collection the best of relaxing ocean wave nature sounds natural white noise four items found now I found in this particular search the two finger flick up and down will not move you to the previous and next item I in this case search so I'm going to do a two finger rotate to come out of handwriting mode words. Now I've landed on words. One finger flick to the right. Clear text. Cancel. Music. Heading. Music. Pacific Ocean. Pure beach waves on the sandy shore. Pure healing. Pure imagination. From Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Okay, there's Featuring pure imagination. Of course, Doggy I can add one finger double tap. Axelev Krause ringed up. Hold your breath. Make a wish. Count to three. Okay, it starts playing the music. So I'm touched towards the bottom of the screen. Volume. And flip back to the left. Next track. Pause. And button. One finger double tap. Play. On the pause play button. So press the home button. Back to the home, home. screen. Messages. Five and red messages. Double tap to open. The fifth option you can do of handwriting mode is actually write into an edit field in an app. So let me go into notes. Photos. Just your one finger flick to the right. Camera. Weather. Clock. Maps. Video. Notes. One finger double tap on notes. Notes. Accounts. That button. Touch on new on the top right hand side. New button. One finger double tap on new. Note. Text field is editing. Word mode. Now I don't know if I'd actually use handwriting mode for writing in a note because I'm more of a, a typist use dictation on my Bluetooth keyboard. I just want to show you a few more gestures with handwriting mode. Okay, so we want to do a uppercase H. I'm going to do it for Hello World. Let me do a two-finger rotate into handwriting mode. Handwriting, lowercase. Handwriting mode again. I'm in lowercase now. I want to make sure I do a capital H for hello, for hello world. Do a three-finger flick down for capitals. Uppercase. There's uppercase. Now, I've actually found if I do a lowercase h, it still does the capital H or uppercase h. I'm going to write a h. Capital H. Okay. Now, a three-finger flick up to make sure I'm back in lowercase mode. Lowercase. And I'm in lowercase mode now. And then E. E. And L. L. Another L. L. And then O. O. Okay, and do a space with two finger flick to the right. Hello. Yeah, that's hello, and then world. So W. W. O. O. R. R. L. L. D. D. Okay, and that's the end of my little short sentence. Now, for the life of me, I haven't printed for over about 40 years. I lost my sight when I was eight. So I actually can't remember how to do punctuation. So I'm not going to do a punctuation mark using the punctuation writing mode. So I'm just going to do a new line. So to do a new line with handwriting mode, it's a three-finger flick to the right. New line. World. Now, if I wanted to delete that new line or previous letters, I'll just do a two-finger flick to the left. New line. D. L. R. O. W. Space. Up. L. L. E. Capital H. Okay, and it's all gone. And of course, I could have also come out of handwriting mode and used the normal rotor navigation. 
for character, word, etc. to then navigate with the standard voiceover commands. So let me press the home button to go back to the main home screen. Notes. Double tap to open. And that concludes this demonstration of at least five things that you can have fun with with the new handwriting mode. I hope you've enjoyed this demonstration. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Hi, I'm Chase Crispin, the executive producer of Main Menu. We are currently looking for listeners who are willing to review any type of accessible technology for us here on Main Menu. If you are interested in doing a review of a product that you own, or an interview with its vendor, then please contact us and let us know what you're interested in doing. Before you begin to record a segment, it is important to contact us so that we can ensure that it hasn't already been covered on our program. To get in contact with us, please send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org and let us know what demonstration or interview you would like to do. Once you have completed your recording, please again send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org and let us know how we might get the file from you and if it will need any further editing. We can get files from you in any method such as SendSpace or Dropbox, any way that works for you. Once we receive your file, we will let you know when it will be aired on Main Menu. Presentations from our listeners are always interesting and well received by the rest of the listeners, so if this interests you, please get in touch with us. Thank you for your interest, and we look forward to hearing from you on the show very soon. again for being with us today on main menu we always appreciate having you here we hope you've enjoyed the show and we'll see you back again here next week on main menu